the first time the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch was printed was in the year uh, 1814, I don't know, 1814, in Tov Kuvayin Dalet, I believe. However, when it was published that time, not all the Samanim that were published later were there. So Simen Kufnun Hei and Kufnun Vav Arachayim were not printed in that printing. And it waited all the way till the year 1856, for the end of the Nesiyah, so the Tamas Sadak, last 10 years, that uh, there was another printing of Al Rebbe Shulchan Aruch. And they wrote there that they found Ksavim that they did not have previously. And uh, they're including Simen Kufnun Hei and Kufnun Vav, and this was the first printing of those two Saman. And they're by it of the Blibin, Ad as we spoke about last class, last few weeks, there was a new ksav that somehow uh, survived from uh, sometime in the 19th century. Of these, not the whole Simonim, but parts of these two Simonim, Kufnuhe and Kufnuvav, and they looked there and they saw that there's Shinuyim from the way they're printed. And last week, we spoke about the fact that it was censored, meaning the Matfisim in Zhutomer, when they printed it in 1856, they had the, the whole thing. But because of the censorship in Russia, they were not able to print all the details. And so they didn't. And last week we looked at one passage. One passage. What was the passage? The passage was whether Christianity is shituf, or better said, whether Umas Oilam are allowed to be Meshat of Shem Shemayim. That was a big subject, and we saw, and obviously it was taken out, for you didn't have that discussion in. Uh, the Russian Empire in the 19th century there was very strict censorship and so that was that today we're going to continue and look at the other elements that were taken out from the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch and as we will see I'm going to argue though there are some who disagree and I'll tell you why they disagree soon but uh, all of these uh, uh, omissions are not accidents they're all due to censorship so let's get right into it we're going to begin the first thing is we're learning in text one is the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, the way it appears in print till, you know, till very recently. So what does it say? It says in Kufrun Vav, Siv Gimel, it says as follows, Yin We have this Jewish directive that generally speaking when it comes to life, we should take the middle path. Too extreme in one way over the other way is not healthy. So in other words, between Harchava and stinginess, you don't want to be that you spend money wildly. You don't want to be a crazy stingy. You want to go, but what is the exception? Shiflus Haruach. The idea of Bittl, the idea of not being a Baal here you don't say you want to go in the middle. Here you don't say you want to go in the middle. Here you say you want to go all the way. Because the Lashon of the Mishnah is, and what is the deal? So the Rambam learns. It's because regular midah, if you take the middle path, shval ruach is ma'id ma'id, you have to go all the way to the other extreme. Why? The Pasuk says, God hates arrogance. Therefore, we should distance ourselves from it to the farthest extreme. If a person is experiencing arrogance, it's as if you're denying God. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, the Ram Levavecha, you're going to feel high, you're going to feel special and good, the Shachachta is Hashem, and that's in Parsha Seikef, in Perekhes Pasuk Yudalit. Continues now, Terebbe, Vachom Ishi Yesh Biyode Gatas Haruach, if you have Gatas Haruach, Huka Asheira, you're like Anasheira. Vein Ofer Ninor Betchias Hamis. And your dirt is not going to shake by Betchias Hamisim. 
Wow, that's a scary line. In other words, such a person is not going to be Zoycha if it's Okay, Gaiva is a terrible thing. And the truth is, you can do a whole discussion about why is Gaiva so terrible. And is the opposite of Gaiva, if, if you're a Shva Ruach, does that mean you have a low self-esteem? And how is that healthy? Okay, all of that doesn't concern us uh, today. What concerns us right now is these words, that if you have Gansas Ruach, you're like an Asherah. As far as I know, there's nowhere in Chazal where it ever tells someone that, if, that they're like a chifetz of Avedazar. That is a very, very bizarre lotion. To say that if you do something, you're like a chifetz of Avedazar. Sometimes we say it's kilu oived Avedazar. It's like you're serving. It's like you're worshipping idols. But to say on someone that you're like, you're like the, the chifetz of Avedazar, it doesn't exist. In fact, let's go to the Gemara and Saita and see the mucker of this din. The Makr, the Alter Rebbe is not making this up. It's coming from the Gemara and Saita. Let's see what he says. Omer Abalazar. Abalazar says, Kal Adam Shesh Vagasas Haruach. Any person who has Gasas Haruach, Ra'oi Ligadoi Ka'asherah. He should be uprooted like an Asherah. See, Hacha says in Yeshayom Perek Yud, Verame Hakoima Geduim, and those who were very high are going to be cut down which is a nevuah that the Navi is referring to, whatever he's referring to, but the way Chazal is darshaning it, it's referring to arrogance. Those who are going to be arrogant will be cut down, but don't say will be. It's worthy that they be cut down, but what's the verb that's used? Giduim, Lashen, that type of arapakin? Oksiv hacha says in Tvarim, tigadeon, and you shall uproot the Asherah trees. Ah, so therefore, we're making the Gemara, is making a, so to speak, Gzeirah Shava between these two uh, psukim, and they're saying that just like an Asherah needs to be uprooted, a gas ruach, someone who's arrogant, needs to be uprooted. Bipachos, it means he doesn't deserve to live. He needs to be uprooted from the ground. Just like that Asherah tree doesn't deserve to live, should be separated from the ground, so too this person should be ripped away from his source uh, of life. Okay, that's different from what the Al has. Al has that if you're a gas ruach, you are an Asherah, which as I said is a very bizarre thing, and we see the Gemara says, that it's Roy Ligadoi Ka'asherah. Okay. Now, let's go to the Ksav Yad that was found. Go to text 3. Go to text 3. Second paragraph. The first paragraph, there's a few minor differences. For example, if you compare text 1 and text 3, the third word, we, in our Shulchan Aruch, it says, Hamitsua, there it's B'derech Hamemutsa. So, more minor differences that don't really need to uh, concern us. But go to the second paragraph of number three. Look what it says here. This is this Ksavyan So the argument is indeed the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch in the original said, like the Gemara said, that it is Roy Legadoi Ka'ashera, and there is no, there are no sources that say Ka'ashera. How do I know? I'm not Baki B'chalatarakula, but it's easy to put word searches today into a search engine to see. Does any safer say, who Ka'ashera? No, it's only the Altareb, it's only in the print, and, um, and uh, it was removed. Another question is, why was it removed? So some people will say, there are people who want to say, it's just a mistake. It's a mistake. A mistake happens. Okay, I don't think it's a mistake. To lose a word, Godoy, Roy, what, is, what do we have here? Roy Legadoy, to who? That's not a mistake. That's not a mistake. There are certain mistakes, like Mimutza could turn into Mitsuwa. These types of mistakes happen, but this can't is not a mistake. Never then, we have to expand our understanding of what censorship was about during 19th century Russia. 
obviously it's when you say talking about Avaidazara for Christians, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah censorship. But like this, saying that a guy's wrong, Roy Lagodek Hashera. Okay. What's wrong? Why would the Goisha censor care if you say that someone who's arrogant deserves to be uprooted like an Hashera? Okay. I'll make an argument soon. We'll come back to that soon. Let's go to the next one. Days. Days that's another thing. In order to appreciate this Kata of the Shohanarach, we'll learn a Kata and Gemara and Yuma, and then we'll see how the Alter Rebbe has a change from the Gemara. The Gemara says as follows. Amar Rabbi Yechanan said, Kol Tamad Chacham Sheinin Noikem V'noiter Kenachash A Tamad Chacham who doesn't have taken the Kama of the people who harm him like a snake. Okay, a snake is, is the symbolism of a, a venomous and a mean uh, animal. You're not a valid, a valid Talmud Chacham stands up for his honor. And he's going to have Nakama, he's going to take Nakama, and Nipira means he's going to hold a grudge. about What does this mean? The Titus has Bethedish, you're not allowed to have Nakama. You're not allowed to do Nitira. And for the Gemara, Hahu, the Mamin, who dixit. That's talking about uh, a case of Mamin, and the, what I took out from the text is the famous passage that we know we see it in Rashi. What is Nakama and Nitira? So when the person comes and says, Can I borrow your axe? And then he says no. And then you do it back to him and you say, I can't, that's, I'm not going to lend you my axe, that's the kama. That's, that's a dover sheba moment. In other words, a Talmud Chacham, if he goes to borrow an axe, and the guy says, I'm not lending you my axe, the Talmud Chacham should not have the kama. A dover sheba moment, he's not allowed to have the kama, the Gemara is saying. If, however, it's not a dover sheba moment, what is it? But someone punks Chatzashah, a Talmud Chacham, calls him Sar Haguf, or maybe even abused him and mocked him and yelled at him in public. That's not a davar sheba mamay. There, the Talmud Chacham has to stand up for kavod atayra and has to have the kama and has to have the tira. So that if it's about borrowing a davar sheba mamay, loy sika and veloy sitar. But other than that, if he attacked the Talmud Chacham's pers- uh, his person, then the, he has to stand up for kavod atayra and he has to have the kama and the tira. This is where the Gemara is holding now. Frech the Gemara, really? It's not a degufa loy. In a case where he causes pain to the Talmud Chacham, Loisikam uh, and Loisitar doesn't apply? Not true. But Tanya, we have a Brisa that says, If you're a person who gets ashamed and you don't shame others, and you hear abuse and you don't respond, and you serve God out of love, and although there's suffering, you're still happy about it because you know it's coming from the Ebishter, the Pasuk says in Shoytim about these people, the lovers of God, are going to be as strong as the sun is when it comes up in the morning. In other words, what do you see from this Brisa? There's an Indian in hearing abuse and not responding. So how could you say that it's only for a Davar Shabbat moment? But if it's an attack on your body, or if it's an attack on your reputation, there, there you should have an Akama. Here you see, you're not supposed to respond. What's the answer? It's true, you're not supposed to respond. You're right, we have to find two more we're saying. You're not supposed to respond. But you have to hold the grudge in your heart. Why? Not because of you. Not because of you, your personality. Pashat, because of Kavad HaTayra, someone uh, uh, mocked you, you have to hold a grudge in the heart. Wow. Okay, amazing thing we're learning here. What do you mean? We have another teaching that says that if you bypass your emotions, in other words, and you forgive, even though you don't want to forgive, then the Abishur is going to be Mechapar all that it. It's Midah Kavad and Midah. You worked really hard to override your feelings of hate, so the Abishur will override his feelings where he wants to take uh, punishment on you. So the how could it be that we're saying that Tamad Chacham is holding on to a grudge in his heart, 
And for the Gemara, the Mafais the Loyim Mafais. Rabbi is talking about when you were appeased. So Elachanam, if you come to the Hamachacham, he says, "Sorry, I know I yelled at you and I know I punched you, but please, please, please forgive me. And I didn't mean it, and I was drunk or whatever it is. Divrei Pius, fine, no problem. Then this is the sugya that we have here in the Gemara. Okay. Now the Alter Rebbe in Simen Kufnuvav summarizes this in the Gemara. As we're reading the Alter Rebbe's summary in Kufnuvav, this is the way we have it in our Tzfus today. You'll notice a significant change from the Gemara. Says al He starts off saying, Chena kas midoram oid, anger is no good. And therefore we want to avoid anger. Next paragraph. V'imu talmud chacham. If we're dealing with the talmud chacham, v'cher for you bizu echad me'a'am. And someone mocked him, someone shamed him. Hu la yashiv al cher pasay. He should not respond. He should not respond. Right? We learned in the Gemara. What do we learn there? Cher shaymen cher pasam ve'enam shivin. You're not supposed to respond. But what do we say there? We said, but you're supposed to have something in your heart, right? There will be a punishment for the abuser. For, for shaming Torah. So, but if someone else comes along to defend the rabbi to Tamar Chacham's honor, the Tamar Chacham should be quiet. And shouldn't tell the guy to stop. And that's why they said, What does it mean that you have to bear a grudge? What does it mean that you have to have revenge? It means it in this sense, that if someone else comes along, you're not going to be moicha if that person t- t- wants to take revenge. Okay, then the sif uh, continues. What's the bottom line? There was one key from the Gemara that's missing from this al What was the key? The Gemara had said that you don't respond but you hold on to a grudge in your heart. You look at this Alter Rebbe, the way we have it, that detail's missing. It doesn't say that you're holding on to a grudge. All it says is, to the offender, to the bad boy who did the attack, the Alter Rebbe does not say here, you, as the Tamad Chacham, should hold on to the grudge in your heart. Okay, now look at number six. This is the Tzaviyad that was just discovered. And here are the relevant lines. Vin Tamil Chacham. If it's a Tamil Chacham, the word who, the im who Tamil Chacham, the word who is missing there. Okay. Im Tamil Chacham. There are minor differences again, but I don't, we don't have to focus on that. And someone attacks you. You don't respond. You should hold on to a grudge in your heart on the fact of Bezayin HaTayrah. In other words, the words, this also, this is not a mistake, this is not an accident, this didn't happen as a typo or a copy. This is intentional. It used to say, Mekomakoin, ye loy oinish, loy going on the attacker is going to have a oinish of Bezayin which removed what the Gemara had said. And here we see the original that you had in the Gemara. You should have, which is what the... Remember, what are we talking about? We're not talking about what type of oinish an attacker is going to get. That's not what Simon Kufnun Vav is talking about. You get an oinish for attacking someone? That's not the subject of the conversation. The subject of the conversation is, should I be angry? That's the Kufnun Vav. It's about me, guys. Should I be angry? This makes more sense. Should you be angry? Well, not to the, in the uh, degree that you're responding, and yes to the degree where you're having it in your heart. This version makes sense, what we have here. In the Gemara, in the, uh, his, uh, the original print, 
Number one, doesn't reflect the Gemara. And number two, doesn't reflect the theme, talking about an Oynish that that person is going to have. Okay. Here again, some people today are looking at this. They notice there's a change, but they're having a hard time understanding why would there be a change? Because it doesn't sound like you're talking about Christianity over here. What's offensive to non-Jews? Okay. So this is where I think... Uh, this is an example of where knowing history is an important element in trying to figure these things out. <clears throat> the Big Shulchan Aruch was printed in Vilna. I don't have the exact year. Sometime in the 1860s, 1870s. Look on the right side, where it says, Hilchus Nidavichedem, Simen Shimon Lamadalid in Yeredea. Look what it says. Look at the title of the Simen. How... They used to deal with the person who was excommunicated, two different forms of excommunication, and why we excommunicate, and how to, uh, how to uh, release one from excommunication. You notice there's a, um, one of the basic rules of, 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 of writing has been violated in this sentence, where there isn't agreement between the first clause of the sentence and the second one. The first clause says, well, how was it in the past? And then it should have said, right? But it has that in the present tense. That's question number one. And the answer to that question is that this is not the way Simon Shimon Lamadalid appeared in the prior printings of the Shulchan Aruch in the 1500s and in the 1600s and in the 1700s and Ad Hayoy, today. It said, how do we deal with it? Present tense. Shulchan Aruch is not here to tell you about laws that happened with Manabais. In fact, that's the difference between the Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam. The Rambam tells you everything. Shulchan Aruch only gives you what's relevant today. It never said, This was added in because there was a problem for them to write in Vilna in the 1860s or 70s, for them to write that excommunication is something that happens today was a problem. And so therefore they had to sneak in that word, and that was enough which would also explain why they didn't put it in at the second half of the sentence. They didn't bother doing it. If the censor was happy with this, then they sufficed with this. And then on the bottom of this simon, you notice right in where it says, Hilchas Nidu Vecheran, there's a star. And it says on the bottom of the Shulchan Aruch, like this, Kol ha-dinim All of the dinim about excommunication. We don't do them today. And the rabbis have said we're not allowed to do it. Because of Dina de Malchusa. Ah, okay. So we're starting to get a picture over here. There's a Dina de Malchusa that's saying that you're not allowed to do a Nidoy and a Cherem. And once you understand that, all the pieces are going to come together. Let me show you one more example of this. On the left side is an image of the printing of the Aruch HaShohan. The Aruch HaShohan was written by a big Poisik in the, second, in the end of the 19th century in Europe whose name was Rabbi Chiyo Michal Epstein. And he, uh, also, he wrote on all the Samanim, on Simen Shimon Lamadalit, he writes like this. Here's his title. This was, so this is printed in the 1890s. Okay? 1890s. Dinei Nidoi Umuchram Bismarakadmoi. Okay? The way it used to happen. Then look, before Sif Aleph, he has an entire paragraph here. This is what he says. So, um, I'm paraphrasing in English. This is a big principle. And by the law of the king, 
it, the czar, it is forbidden to put an excommunication of any sort on a, on a fellow Jew. And this is true in all of the governments in Europe, just in some of the Islamic lands, like in the Ottoman Empire and in Persia and in Morocco, there, according to the secular law, it is okay for them to uh, place an excommunication on a Jew. And therefore, all of the dinim that we're going to be explaining over here, this is only for those Arabic countries, but in this country over here, God forbid to excommunicate. And then he says a line that I'm not sure I fully understand uh, uh, to conclude that paragraph. Okay, so here you see, uh, a, uh, again, this idea excommunication is off the table. Um, it's interesting, this actually, what's the story here? The story over here goes like this. In Europe, you used to have something that was called the Vadar Baharasis. The Vadar Baharasis worked like this. You had a self-governing body that ruled over the Jewish people that lived in the Arbaharasis of Ukraine, uh, different re regions where there was one was Vilna, uh, excuse me, uh, Lithuania, Lita was one of them, and, uh, and, and Poland, divided into four different regions, and each one, they had their Parnosim, that were the Balabatim and the Rabbonim, and they basically ruled over, it was an, auto an autonomous uh, Jewish community within, within Poland. They had major powers, the government tax went through them, so in other words, they told the Varda Arbaratzes how much money they need to get delivered each year. The Varda Arbaratzes would go to you and they would decide how much you're paying, when you're paying, how you're going to pay, and if you don't pay, how you're going to get punished. Amazing coercive powers that, uh, that they, they had uh, at that time. And as part of those coercive powers, one of the things was uh, the Cherem and the Nidoi and excommunicating someone, which had a real power, because if you were excommunicated, that was like the government excommunicating you, and obviously that comes along with serious consequences. It wasn't a joke. The poil, in this climate, the killers used to make takonis. You're not allowed to wear this, you're not allowed to go like this. And if you violated those takonis, you also get punished. Then came along toward the end, in the end of the 1700s, first the Polish government started saying, we don't like this arrangement anymore. What is this business? We have a government, a state within a state? That makes no sense. Have it normal. What we consider normal today. So they started removing the power of the Rabban, of the Vadar Barasas. And then came the 1770s, I don't remember the exact year, and uh, what was left of Poland was divided up between... 1795. Huh? 1770s. 1770s. And they, uh, two, the Russia came, and they took half of Poland, and the uh, Austrians came, and they took the other half, and basically Poland ceased to exist. And the Vadar Barasa ceased to exist. Before that, there were no Jews that lived in Russia. No, you didn't live. Russia was, you're not allowed to live in Russia. But then they conquered Poland. They conquered all the Yidden with them. And that's when they started the Pale of Settlements of all the Tzadists that the Yidden had in Russia. Then. But one of the big changes was, Vadar Barasa says, no, 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 no. Power to Rabbonim was absolutely not. And they were very concerned. Anything that sounded like rabbinic police powers they would go crazy over this, uh, over this type of thing. Uh, when uh, the Rizhiner was, uh, was arrested by the Russian Tsar, why? Because there was a chash over there that some police powers happened in the community where 
they knocked someone off that they didn't want. They, the Russians were very, very particular and careful about this, which is why in the Shulchan Aruch, to talk about a Nidoy and a Cheyram was you're not allowed to do it. You could talk about it as history, but you can't talk about it as current events. So they put this in, but it was wink-wink. Everyone knew exactly what was happening uh, over here. Interestingly, the Alter Rebbe referenced this during his arrest. What happened was, during the Alter Rebbe's arrest, now we have the documents where the Alter Rebbe wrote answers in Hebrew that were translated into Russian, so they found... I don't remember if they found the Hebrew or if they found the Russian, but they have the documents that was printed uh, in, the late in the early 1990s. These were discovered and they were printed. So one of the things they have the Al-Tareb explaining to the Russians, what happened over here with Avedas Hatzfila? Why all of a sudden Chassidim are making a big cock in Avedas Hatzfila? So the Al-Tareb explains, he says, that what happened was, a few years ago, he doesn't give exact dates, but it's like a few decades ago, and for a long time, before, you had people who were anti-davening. Rabbanim, he says, who were anti-davening. And he explains. So he used to be, you always had daveners. You always had daveners. But what happened is, in Poland, you had rabbis who were big Tamil Chachamim, and they, they weren't Oiv Hashem, and they didn't like it, and they laughed at it, and this wasn't them. And they had coercive powers, he says. They had coercive powers. So they made, like, you're not allowed to daven. This is what Al-Tarebbe said. They made that you're not allowed to daven. And so Chassidim was a reaction, the, the emphasis on, on Avodah Satsila was a reaction to this thing. But, and when Al-Tarab is describing it, he's like, yeah, remember when, they, when the rabbis used to have coercive power, so they're able to use it in this terrible way that people shouldn't daven. Then he's like, but then, toward the end, Al-Tarab wrote, here's the number nine. If you look at number nine, he says, until God's kindness came, and Russia came to take over Poland, okay? So, the Heir is Ruach, Malchus, Hekesaris, Russia, so that was a good thing that Russia here uh, took over Poland. This is what the Altareb is writing there. And before, the, the last Polish king, already then, you see that language? The, the rulership of the rabbis went down. When they divided it up, and then he goes, and, and so then, they, 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 uh, during that time, Al-Tarebbe also goes on to say that this was during a period when the rabbis would buy the office. And they bought the office, it came along with coercive powers, and now, Baruch Hashem, that was, whole thing was in his battle, now everyone could go back to Davin. So this is a very interesting allusion to this uh, concept of the police powers that rabbis used to have, which was part of the Vada Abraharatzis, and once you understand this, it all comes together. Why? Because you could see, you have to remember, censors, not every censor is the same, everyone has their own thing that they're sensitive to, but you could definitely see that a censor would, would see, Rabbi, you're a Tamil Chacham, you're the Rabbi, you're going to hold nitire in your heart, hate in your heart toward the person who offended you, uh-oh, that sounds close like a nidui. That's leading to excommunication. No, 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 no. that can't be. You, we can't even talk that you're holding any grudge in your heart to them. It's just too dangerously close to that conversation of rabbis saying, oh, I'm going to do this to you, I'm going to do that to you. So therefore, out. So they took that out. And even Roy Legode Kashera, which could sound like a, a punishment that is going to be done by a Jewish court, not that that's what it meant, it never meant that, it didn't mean it in the Gemara, but that it could be construed to mean that we should do something to him, which again, they're fighting against a cheyrem you can't do, a nidi you can't do, a lachas kam vakam, a corporal punishment, a lachas kam vakam, anything worse than that. So therefore that language is also something that they were very, very sensitive to, and also they took this out. This is the pashtos, uh, what, what, what happened, is what makes the most sense to me. Okay. Now, there's more. 
more than a gesif about Avas Yisrael. So let's read how the Alter Rebbe exists by us today in Kufnu Vav about Avas Yisrael. This is what the Alter Rebbe says. Siv hey, mitzvah kol adam lev is kol echad ve'echad kigufay. A person has to love every single person like himself. Shanamar la'afta l'deicha kamoichas. The pasuk says la'afta l'deicha kamoichas. Lafiqa. Okay, we don't have to uh, go so much weiter here. Vav k'sheyachta ish le'ish, and if someone sins, la yistemenu v'yishtaik. Don't hold it in. You have to tell the person. Okay, where's this Altarebbe coming from? Coming from the Magen Avram. The Magen Avram writes these dinim in Simen Kufnuvav. The Alter Rebbe is basing himself on the Magen Avram. Let's compare the Alter Rebbe that we have to the Magen Avram. Look at number 11. Mitzvah akal adam le'oiv as kal echad mi Yisrael kegufay. You already notice a major difference between the way the Alter Rebbe exists by us and the Magen Avram. The Alter Rebbe said le'oiv as kal echad ve'echad. Love everyone. Magen Avram wrote le'oiv as kal echad mi Yisrael. Every Jew. That's not an accident. Then the Magen Avram goes weiter. Second line. When we say Reyacha, what does it mean you shall love your friend? Your friend means someone who is a from a yid in Torah. But if it's a person who's wicked, it's a person who's doing Avedis, and he's reprimanded, and he doesn't care, here, mitzvah is noisoi. Here, there's a mitzvah tatum. And in fact, from the Lashon Aval, sounds like Aval. I told you now there's a mitzvah of Yisrael. But you should know that the mitzvah of Yisrael doesn't apply to this person. Here, not only the mitzvah of Yisrael doesn't apply, there's a mitzvah of Yisrael. Where is it, says Morgan Avram? This is an Arve Psachim, Dav Kuf, Yud Gimel, and that's per an interpretation of Hagoyz Maimonides. I mean, Hagoyz Maimonides, one of the Rishonim, already pointed out that the Gemara and Arve Psachim teaches us that. Umash Masham and if you look at Toysus and Arve Psachim, it sounds like the Filu Hachi Mitzvah Litanimaita. Although you need to hate him, still you should um, um, help him out with his animal. Why? In order to break your own Yetzirah, you shouldn't hate him. In other words, it sounds like, yes, the Russia you need to hate, but at the same time, you should go help him out with his animal. What's the background there? The Toyota has a Pasuk where it says, when you see the Chamoyer of your enemy, that is struggling under, uh, under its burden, help out. So the Gemara in Arab Sochem asked, Enemy? How? How enemy? You now have an enemy. Oh, so the Gemara says, No, the enemy is because he's not Reacha Batayru of Mitzvah. So therefore, he can be an enemy. Oh, so what do you see? And Afa became, Oh, so it's Tazavimai. Why? Because you, you, you don't want to hate him, Sina Gemura. Ashtikol Sina, not Sina Gemura. And so this is a way to force yourself not to come to too much hate. That's, and the Magan Avram is bringing that. And, and then he goes on, the Alter Rebbe had that. But the Alter Rebbe did not have this entire passage about hating. Gone. Now it would be very easy to do what? To say, yeah, because why? Because Alter Rebbe is and love and Pedagogy based, right? And you don't have it. Okay. Weiter in the Magad Avram, Avas Hagershin is Geyer, loving a Geyer who converted, based Mitzvah Haseheim. Two Mitzvah Haseh. Shenemar, the Haftemes Hager, because it says, you shall love the ger, and he's a Jew, so you have two mitzvahs. This passage, also not in the Alter Rebbe. This passage is not in the Alter Rebbe. Okay. Now, if you look elsewhere, the Alter Rebbe does say this. The Alter Rebbe, in Cheshen Mishbat, has the whole din about hating another person. He says, look at the din. 
What does the Torah mean when it sees your, the, uh, when you see the donkey of your enemy? It's not talking about a non-Jew. It's not talking about you hate a Jew. How can you hate a Jew? is very simple. He saw him doing an Aveda. You warned him. Still, he did it anyway. You can't go to Bezin to get a punishment. Why? Because you're only one. So they're anyway not going to believe you. So it's not like you could go to the Bezin. So this is what he's supposed to do. So you have no choice. You have to hate him. Until he does Tshuva. But still, before the tshuva, mitzvah, lifrek, velita name the Torah is telling you you need to help him out. Okay, so your basic Torah is the Alter is telling you but what he didn't tell you in 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 Kufram Vav, which is what the Magen Avram said that there is a Jew who Avos Yisrael no sinna yeah and Afa became with the sinna not a sinna gemurah and Atkadekach you need to help this person out. Okay, now what is we have? What do we have in the Shulchan Aruch in this Ksav Yad? In 2440, you have like this. Look at Sif Hey. Mitzvah, I'll call Adam Lev, it's called Echad Echad, Mi Yisrael. So I have Mi Yisrael, exactly the way the Mangan Avram had it. I put the word there in bold so that we can notice. Okay, next paragraph. You have a new paragraph there. He does not count as Reacha. For other Inyanim in Torah Mitzvah, he's Reacha. A Jew is a Jew is a Jew. But for Ava believes, unless he's Reach Bateri Mitzvah, his mom is like the Magen Avram, and his mom is like what he said in Cheshem Mishpat. But if you're dealing here with a wicked person who doesn't accept Teichacha, Mitzvah is not You should hate him. Shenemar, Yiras Hashem, Sinesara. I'm not sure what the exact nikud of that pasuk is, but uh, if you fear God, you're going to hate evil, and part of that is to hate Rishoy. Avol, even though we're hating him, you have to help him out, you have to give him life. And you have to be careful about his property. Just like every other Jew, uh, that you see the donkey of your enemy, and this is what we're talking about, and still you have to help him out, so hate, but help. Hate but help. Interesting. Hate but help. Elohim came over Avera Hachis. He doesn't Avera because he wants to get the Jewish community mad. Or he threw the whole thing away. Here, Dinoi Kenachri. Here, Dinoi Kenachri. He can't. Here, he's mamish like a guy, and the din doesn't apply whatsoever. So, in other words, what was missing from the Alter Rebbe about hating, you have it in this censored Shochan uh, Aruch. So why would this have been censored? Why would this come out? This would come out because the Russian government's policy was they wanted Jews to convert. In fact, there's a famous statement that was made after they got all the Jews that they didn't want. What's the long-term plan? So they said, divide a third. A third to emigrate, a third to annihilate, and a third to convert. That was their goal. And they used the Haskalah movement when that worked, which was a goal for assimilation. So it was a very big nikuda for them to get people to assimilate and to do Avedis and to, 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 to disconnect themselves from the Jewish community. And then who were the censors themselves? Forget the Russian government. The censors themselves were such mumarim. So obviously they wouldn't allow such a passage that says you're going to hate such people. They wouldn't allow this. And this is why this came out. Then the Altar goes right there in this Ksavyad. The Avas Hager. And if you have a, 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 the, the, the mitzvah to love a ger, 
Shabbat v'nichnas me'eretz merchak, who comes from a faraway place, and he comes, tachat kanfei ashkina, to join the Jewish people, who bays mitzvahs haseit, two mitzvahs, achas mipnei shu bechlar le'acha, one, because he's a Jew, achas mipnei shu ager, and the Torah amr v'hav to mitzvahir. Why is this out? Why is this come out? Go to the left. <coughs> Go to the left. You see you says section Hey, Kabbalah's Gaidim. Look at the Arach HaSholchan in Kufnun Vav. Also, Avas Hager Biyamim HaKadmoinim Shabbat V'Nichnas Tachas Kam V'Yashin Ashtem Mitzvase. Same thing. We don't do that. Biyamim HaKadmoinim in the olden days with Gaidim. Not us. No, Chas HaSholchan. We don't do Gaidim. Biyamim HaKadmoinim. Look at the Tzamach Tzedek in the Yudhi Azoyer number 16. This was pointed out by the Shaga Hamnik Shlita. So, the Tzamach Tzedek says as follows. The Gemara Mtsachim says, Yidim went to Golos for the purpose of Gedim. If the whole purpose is to get Gedim, so it's a bad business deal. Because how many Gedim did we get? You would have to imagine that there's a lot, a lot of Gedim. But, there's very few Gedim. Then the Tzamach Tzedek goes weiter. And that's even when there was a government that allowed us to take Gedim. We're not allowed to take a Ger. In Russia, you are not allowed to convert a non-Jew to a Jew, a Christian to a Jew was not allowed to convert. It wasn't only in Russia that way, it was other countries like this. And so therefore, to talk about Avas HaGer, you weren't able to talk about Avas HaGer. So the Orach HaShulchan had to say, that was Binyam HaKadmoinim. And the whole passage got taken out of the Shulchan Orach, the Alter Rebbe. Even though, here's the amazing thing, it's two layers of censorship. Why? Because look back at the Alter Rebbe. Look what the Alter Rebbe says about the Ger. Avas HaGer, Shabbat V'Nichnas Me'eret Merchak. Shabbat V'Nichnas Me'eret Merchak. The Mogan Avram didn't have those words. The Mogan Avram just said, Vavasager. Vavasager, right? Vavasager, Shin is Garabes, and Susaseh. Shabbat and Nichnamer, Merchak, those words don't appear anywhere in Jewish. They don't appear. It's not a real word. So, what happened here? Either the Alter Rebbe himself wrote it, and this is there's two different types of censorship. Really, there's three. There's many different types of censorship. Sometimes when the Goyim come and they say you need to take something out, sometimes it's a Yid who says it, and sometimes it's self censorship. What's self-censorship? That you, Lechatechila, know, let me write the text in such a way that it's going to be fine. There's a Rishima of the Rebbe, also pointed out by the Rebbe Shraga Hamnik, that the Tzamach Tzedek and the Mittel Rebbe were so afraid of the Russian government that they would write their Ksavim, not that they printed, that they would just write. They wouldn't write. They would write Edoim and they'll use code words. Okay? So that's called self-censorship. It's not that you have a manuscript and then when you print it, you change it. It's self-censorship, Lechatechila, the way you write it. So it could be that the Rebbe, the way he wrote it, because of the limitation, wanted to do what the Arach HaShokhan did a hundred years later. And that is, he wrote, the Avas HaGer, what Ger? You're not allowed to have a Ger. Ah, he came from the Ottoman Empire. That the Russians didn't mind. Shabbat Meretz Merchak. Okay, if he converted from Islam, that's fine. Shabbat Meretz Merchak. He converted over there, where it's legal to do conversions. Either the Alter Rebbe did himself. Or, maybe it wasn't the Alter Rebbe, but it was an earlier, someone else in between that censored the text. But Abba Bekeina wasn't good enough. And when they printed this sim in the Shulchan Aruch for the first time in the 1840s, the whole thing came out. Include, despite the Shabbat, 
But so you have here two layers of censorship, which is uh, which is very uh, easy. There is someone who wanted to argue that the Alter Rebbe was being mechadish din here, that uh, the chiyuv of avas hager is only if he comes from a faraway place. But if it's local, then there's no. I think that's I think that's a terrible um, error. I think it's a terrible mistake. Huh? There's a very famous story about the ger Avram ben Avram, Graf Pototsky. This, the story, every Jew in the 1800s knew this story in Eastern Europe. Because every Jew. Okay. What was the story? There was a Polish nobleman. You have to look in terms of the sources of what exact map, I can't tell you. I can only tell you the Messiah, the way it uh, was reported. There was a, he was a Polish nobleman. And he uh, fell in love with Judaism. He converted. I think he ran away to a different country, which was the Seder. Converts happened, but they, they, the way it would work is you would go to a faraway place. No one knows who you are. And you start, you start a new... That was the Seder, how, how Gatim uh, used to do this thing. So he went, then he came back, and he lived in it, and some people found out. And after this, there was a Yiddish boy that got into a fight with him, and he said, I'm going to master on you. And he went, and he mastered, and they took him, and they said... Uh, you have to recant. He said, I'm not recanting. And so he was burnt at the stake in Vilna during the times of the Gra. So Maisa, the Gra, he spoke to him and what the Gra told him. Everyone grew up with this story. Everyone knew. You don't talk. A gayer? You don't do gayer. This was a big deal. They knew this is fire. So um, not surprising if uh, that these two layers of censorship and a gayer uh, uh, would have happened. Sometimes we take for granted the things, uh, what religious liberty means. Uh, uh, major matona, right? I maybe you want to say it's better when you have rabbanim who have police powers. <laughs> is what we need to have in this generation. Not when, uh, not when it's we're being forced. Okay, now like this. So we have here back to Avas Yisrael. We have here a passage of Alter Rebbe telling us about hate. That hate is on the table. And before this, Oyla Chaim didn't have hate on the table. Chosha Mishpat had hate on the table. And Pedaklam and Tanya also had hate on the table. But Oyla Chaim, there was no hate on the table. So it reminded me of a Sikh of the Rebbe that although the Sif was removed from censorship, and I mentioned here in Shul a few weeks ago, but now you have the ability to see it inside. It was put in Tavshin Yud Beis. And there's an audio of the Fabrengen, so if you're interested, you can listen to the audio. The Rebbe was talking about a different simon. Uh, excuse me, let's start from the beginning. The Rebbe was speaking about the Friedrich Rebbe in Vienna. Friedrich Rebbe was in Vienna. The Orthodox Kehillah, members of the Orthodox Kehillah came to him with Tainus, and they said, why are you uh, being friendly with people who are Apikursi? And in fact, the Shulchan Aruch, Paskin, the Din, of Moiridin Veloi Maile. What does that mean? Moiridin means that if you have the ability to push them into a pit and you get away with it, go ahead. And, and Veloi Maile is, and if they're down there and they're saying, help, 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 and you have the ability to just pass without schlepping them out, you do it. And there's two different chilukim. Some people, there's not Moiridin. Loi Moiridin, you're not allowed to push them. But if they're already there, Loi Maile. Some people, if they're even worse, they're not only Maididin, but also, not only Eina Maidin, but also Maididin. This is in uh, one of the last simonim in Shulchan Aruch in Cheshen in uh, Mishpat. Um, you could understand 
based on everything that I've said so far, that that simon is a problematic uh, simon. We'll get there in a second. <coughs> so they came to Tanis the Fidik Rebbe. How you thought? So the Fidik Rebbe responded and said that that simon is the, one of the last simonim in the Shulchan Aruch. The Rebbe said once, when he repeated, the Rebbe said the story a few times. One of the times the Rebbe said, that he didn't say what simon. The reason is, because although most part the tour and the Shulchan Aruch go on lockstep with each other, Simon Chav Hay in Tur is the same Simon Chav Hay in Shulchan Aruch. This Simon, there's a discrepancy how it's in the Tur, how it's in the Shulchan Aruch. One, it's three from the end, one is two from the end, the Chedengmish, so therefore, the Lashon of the was, it's of the last Simonim in Shulchan Aruch, So, and there's a lot of material till you get there. There's Eirachayim, and there's Eiredeya, and there's Evan Ezra, Cheshemishba. First, we'll learn and make sure we're careful about observing the first four halakim. And after we finish that, then we'll sit down and have a discussion about whether the din of Mailin and Meiridin applies to the people that you're saying it applies to. This is what the Fidding Rebbe told me. So, the Rebbe was a Medayah, the Rebbe spoke about this. And the Rebbe said that, yeah, Yid reads from right to left. So in other words, if you start Shulchan Aruch on the left side, you're seeing the words, but you can have a warped understanding of how to apply it. And the Rebbe basically says that it's an Indian and Torah to learn, but it's Chas to practice such a thing. Chas to practice such a thing. I, it's written in the Shulchan Aruch as practice. Okay. Chas to, it should be mur- If you learn, together with a rabbi and a mashmiya, by the time you get to that simon, you're going to know that it's tighter, but it's not, it's not something that I implement. Chas v'shalom, there's a. Chas v'shalom to even think about implementing. Uh, it might have a point. Then the Rebbe said, in loy dai bekach, shepratim adinam anal, him be'echol ha'simonim ha'achroinim, shebechel ha'achroinim 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 Not only is it all at the end, hoi shebezei, gam ha'shmatas ha'tsenzer shal ha'keser. The censor took it out. I, I didn't uh, figure out which printing it was taken out of. I looked at a few printings in Russia and it had it in. We need to find which printing. I, it's, unfortunately, I, I didn't have the ability to find it yet. So who the censor? The censor thought he's taking it out because I can't have this type of situation here. We're government, remember? <laughs> These alarm bells go off. Their Jews are starting to knock people off and, and deciding who lives and who dies. And that type of thing is, they're allergic to that. There's a whole other reason why this was taken out by the censor. Golos is getting so dark and difficult. It's possible to use it, not only as an Indian and learning Torah, which is just Torah, People are going to start going and implementing this, and they're not going to do, uh, treat this sim in the right way. This is what the Rebbe said about this simon in Choshemishpah. So I've been thinking, I don't think it's crazy to apply a similar thing to the simon about Avas Yisrael. In other words, you can have the same thing where people say, oh, it's a dinner shokhmarach of sin of hate. And so first of all, there's way, misapplying it. No, I'm misapplying it. Second of all, how to have hate. We'll have a minute, we'll come to. And so therefore, maybe, maybe, you could apply that to this. I don't know, maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe no. But it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Okay. So Poyol, the hate made it in Choy Shemishpah, though. Okay, fine. Fine.
The Rebbe will conclude with two things. Number one, in Tanya, in Tarek Lamebez, the Alter Rebbe talks about hate. And the Alter Rebbe says that Takad is the Indian in hate. There's actually a funny, uh, a funny joke or anecdote. That they, a Lubavitcher boy learned Tarek Lamebez in Tanya. They asked him when he came home, what did you learn today? He said, I learned that you have to hate a Yid. It's a, it's a very deep thought. What does that mean? He was so raised with the Abbas Yisrael that he knew already. The first half of Lama Beis he knew. The second half of Lama Beis, the Alter Rebbe discusses that, by the way, there's sometimes that hate to say. He didn't know. So he said, what did I learn from Berak Lama Beis? I learned from Dar Fein Tov Russia. What happens here? The Alter Rebbe says, you're right. There is a din of hating a Russia, and I accept it. He says in Berak Lama Beis time. However, he issues two major qualifications to this din, both of which are not present in Shulchan both of which are not, at least begaloi, not present in Shulchan Qualification number one, he says it needs to be someone who is on your level, on your level of, of a Talmud Chacham, basically. It has to be someone who's your level. And you gave the person Toy Okay, that's not new. And the person didn't. But if it's a person who's not, he's, a, he's, he's not a, a level of your Talmud Chacham or whatever, so then, you, uh, the hate doesn't apply to such people. This is the first thing. It's a very limited scope in terms of what type of people. In other words, it has to be someone who's from within your chabura, so to speak. He's from within your clique. Within your spiritual clique. And the person did an Aveira. And you gave him Teichacha. Someone who's outside your sphere, your clique, your madrega, whatever. You hate, what's it going to help? It's not going to help or nothing. No hate. Number Qualification number one. Qualification number two is he says that when there's a mitzvah of hating, it doesn't negate Avas Yisrael. Doesn't negate Avas Yisrael. Doesn't negate Avas Yisrael. What do you mean? When we learn the Magen Avram, what's his say? Though? How does he say? He says, there's a mitzvah of Avas However, you should know that a Russia not. Right? That's how it sounds. In other words, Avas Yisrael does not apply to Yachas, only to Yachas and Torah mitzvahs. It does not apply to Russia. No, no, no. There's just a new din. There's a new din. What's the new din? Hate. And there is where he says that. Ah, oh, he says that you do both. And yet there's this uh, conflicting feelings that you have at the same time. But what's the Nekuda? What does Altarabu walk with? Avas Yisrael is l'chal. What did he say in the first beginning? L'chal echad mi Yisrael mi gadolat chatan. Everyone. And that doesn't change. Even to the Pasheya. What's it? For the Pasheya, who number one is in your spiritual clique, then in addition to the love, you also have hate. Okay? So that's not what the Alter Rebbe has in Shulchan Aruch in Erechaim. Excuse me, in Cheshem Mishpat, which we always had. It's not what the Alter Rebbe has in Shulchan Aruch in this Erechaim that was just in this Gala. It's not in the Magen Avram. Fine. So the Rebbe has a sikha, and where the Rebbe makes a, makes, make a, discusses this a little, and the Rebbe basically says that, the Rebbe basically says that if you look, the Gemara clearly says that when we're executing someone, when we're executing someone, why? Which is why the way Mises Bezdin work, it's done in a way it's supposed to cause him these pain. What do you see from there? Now, the Rebbe is not bringing this on his own. The Rebbe is quoting this from earlier Pleskim who already quoted, who already quoted this. Who are they? Maram uh, Shik and Yeruchim Fishel Perla. They say, so how could you say 
It doesn't apply to Arasha. The guy who's being executed because of his tremendous riches, because we have to So from here is a good raya, that Avas Yisrael never goes away. And that's what's motivating the Alter Rebbe. Avas Yisrael never goes away. Avas Yisrael is always there. Now, but then sometimes you add a new element of sinner, but not the way the Magad Avram was saying it. Where it sounds like you're going away from it. This is what the, this is the right. Then the Alter Rebbe wants, to, that, and, and, he said, and he brings some sources that when they talk, oh, so he brings the Rambam. When the Rambam talks about Avas Yisrael in Hilchah's days, he says Avas Yisrael all you Absolutely, in period. He doesn't say any exceptions. Later in Mishnah Torah, in another place, way later, in Hilchus um, Reitzeach, he says that uh, for a Russia there's a din of sinna. So what does that sound like? It also sounds like it's not no Ava and sinna. No, Ava, I told you then, you need to have it. Okay, there's something else that you need to know, you need to have it, so I'll tell you that later, right? So it's, and the Rebbe says, it's not like the Magan Avram. It's not like the Magan Avram. But the Magan Avram... He's like, there's a din of Yisrael, but for a Russia, not. So it sounds like no Avas Yisrael for the Russia. But the Rambam, Hilchus Dei, is Avas Yisrael, every Yid. Then later he tells you there's a din of Sinas Hashem, so that sounds more like this Altarebbe, where the Altarebbe is saying that the Ava remains, is always there, and the sin has to be on top, and you have to have both emotions at the same time. Then, this Sikhim, look what the Sikh is, the Rebbe goes a step further. And it's not 100% clear, you'll look at the source, you'll decide. But the Rebbe seems to be saying that you really could see the same thing about the Rebbe Shulchan Aruch and Eirach Chaim. Why? Because the Rebbe is working with the censored version. And what do you have in the censored version? In Kofun Avav, it doesn't say anything about hate. It only says love. Hate, you have in Choshen Mishpat, that Keta. The Rebbe seems to be saying, it's not 100% clear, the Rebbe seems to be saying, that's not the Rebbe Shittin Tanya. Ava remains, you have Ava, full package, and then you'll be, sometimes you have to be most of sinner. So different from the Magan Avram, who says, Avas Yisrael, oh, but for some people, no Avas Yisrael. Okay, so the Rebbe is Medayik from, from, from the fact that this is not there in the, in the in Eilachayim. Okay, so now we have this manuscript, and we see in this manuscript that it was there in Eilachayim. It doesn't change anything. Tanya still is the Tanya. It doesn't change anything. But what it does is it, it does open the discussion about that diok, whether that diok and Erechaim is still on the table. So there are other instances, I don't remember right now, there are other instances in where the Rebbe made these types of interpretations, and then later a manuscript or something was in Scotland, usually the Rebbe would say, to add on it, La'achres, that was in Scotland, this and this, but like leave the, leave the original thing as it is. the Where censorship itself is sometimes uh, has meaning, so to speak. So this is still something for the scholars and the mashpiyim to work out and, and, figure, and figure out exactly how to apply and how this, uh, uh, what's going to be here. But Paul, I saw today costs released in electronic <laughs> form and it's going to a new Kufnun Hay and Kufnun Vav with all the additions. They put the additions in, but they did it in brackets. In brackets. And what about the differences between so there maybe I didn't look so well, but maybe in the footnotes they went through the minor differences, which are matters of the pen. Um, but they did not say that the first two, the Asherah and the hate in the heart, they didn't realize that it's censorship because they didn't want to realize. But it is censorship, trust me. <laughs> and so they only wrote it about the other parts. They wrote there. They wrote that Plato's whatever, but it's not. That's not right. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, they, they said there's certain, there's three changes. Some are pledged to Kulmud, some are censorship, and some are another category, standard. There is no other category. There is no other category. Okay, so what's the Hira? The Hira is that um, not like the boy who came over from Cheder who learned that he has to hate. <laughs> but we have to be better at the Avas Yisrael, the Megadol, the Katan. And if Chas Shalom, we Chas Shalom can misconstrue, as the Rebbe said, that Torah will take a hit. Torah will take a hit in its integrity. The Chas Shalom, we shouldn't mis- misapply it to lead to the Hepech of Avas Yisrael. All right.